Hello and welcome to Murph's Tavern. I am massive Simpsons dork Murphy McLaughlin. Each episode of this podcast, I'll talk about a different episode of The Simpsons, specifically one from the first eight seasons, with a couple of fellow fans. This episode, we're talking about the season six episode, Bart of Darkness. And to do that with me, it is Nick Quaniquan and Prue Blakey Blake. <laughs> Hello. How you going there, Murph? Not too bad. So, a bit of a special episode. We're actually not in the same room for the first time on the pod. We're doing this via Zoom. Uh, shout out to Zoom. Because uh, <laughs> we are all based in Melbourne and there is a lockdown going on. Uh, so, to the powers of technology, we can still do the episode, which is yep. nice. The episode, a quick summary, it is, uh, it's not one of those episodes where the title gives it away. You know, like the other week, it was Homer Goes to College, which is about <laughs> Homer going to college. And the one before that was Whacking Day, which is about Whacking Day. It is Simpsons get a pool and Bart breaks his leg and thinks that Flanders killed his wife. So, uh, yeah, I, I kind of, one of the reasons I picked it is because we are in lockdown and Bart is kind of in lockdown in this episode. <laughs> He's st- stuck in his room. Yeah, I was so, really relating to Bart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, it's your third time on the show, Quanning. Welcome back. Uh, Prue, yep. first time though. So, before we delve too much into this particular episode, do you want to just give a rundown on uh, your relationship with The Simpsons? Like, uh, when you first started watching it? I started watching in primary school. I think I must have been in like grade five or six. And my primary, primary, is that late? I reckon that's a bit of a late bloomer. I think most people probably is like, um, we're talking grade one, two. Oh, my mum didn't like it. So (laughs) she was kind of against the Simpsons. But then I remember it being like, it's on at 6 p.m. And that was how I knew the time (laughs) in the evening for years, <laughs> like you knew where it was on where it was pre or post Simpsons. You're like, that's yeah, what we're yeah, working yeah. towards. But <laughs> how um how old are you? Twenty eight. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. About our age. Yeah. yeah. Just a little, so little you're younger. The, yeah, you're about the same. Yeah. Exactly. We are. We're 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 connected to people in the our in their twenties. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Uh, we are in that bracket. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah, uh, boys. <laughs> <laughs> I think there was a weird crossover period where I was watching The Simpsons and then going to bed, I had a television in my room and then I'd watch The OC with like the volume down really low so my parents wouldn't know I was watching it. <laughs> like a weird crossover yeah, yeah. where I was still doing both. Now, this... Um, so you probably hadn't seen this episode in, what, like over a decade or something? Yeah, yeah. Or? Yeah, but it yeah. comes back... I'm surprised. I yeah. think a few years of Simpsons watching when it's on every night you obviously yeah, get totally. through quite a few eps. Absolutely. And it's just, yeah, there's like stuff I remember from Simpsons episodes I watched uh, when I was a kid that I remember and I don't remember stuff that happened earlier today, you know. So Well, there's, uh, a, <laughs> there's a moment in there which I think is a current meme. Yeah. When uh, Millhouse signs Bart's cast Millpool. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And we have talked about that before, I think, with you, Corny, about how memes are kind of keeping the show alive. Like, mm. I, I think a lot of yeah, people remember stuff or don't forget stuff about the show because of how constant they're, they're like, used to, yeah, online uh, for either commentary on society or just, you know, just a silly shit post or whatever they call them. You I know. don't even know uh, when it's used, but I know I'd seen yeah. it recently on Twitter or something. 
It's one of two great jokes about Millhouse's name. Millpool and yeah. Thrillho is another one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. There were a couple quotes from this episode as well, which I just remember always like quoting and using in real life and stuff. One is when Homer goes, oh, well, I guess everything's just wrapped up in a nice little package, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and also... Um, Kippers again, not Helga. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Already. Yeah. That's one that can't really be used in everyday conversation, but I just remember that being quoted a lot. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I think I think uh, sarcastic Homer is one of the most underrated Homers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's so funny when he's sarcastic. <laughs> yeah. Like the uh, the bit from um, Flaming Moe's where it's like, oh, maybe you should be happy that something you invented is keeping people, <laughs> making people so happy. <laughs> <laughs> he does this whole thing about lolly, living on Lollipop Lane. Yeah. In a gumdrop house. It's just fantastic. <laughs> it is interesting with this episode because I remember Bart thinking Flanders had murdered his wife. But if you told me there was an episode where they got a pool, I would have assumed it was two <laughs> separate eps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be honest, when I rewatched this episode, it wasn't as uh, fragmented or uh, disconnected as I actually remember. Because I, I do remember that was always the thing with this episode. It's kind of like <laughs> two different episodes mushed together. It's yeah. the Simpsons getting a pool and then Bart suspecting Flanders. Yeah. It, which, like, it is still pretty disconnected because third act which is pretty much all about him suspecting Flanders. The pool is just gone. gone. It's just <laughs> <Really>? gone. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, but, like, they still, like, it's... Actually, actually, there's a good, there's a really good third, uh, like, sea story, which is actually about the hu- hubris of Martin. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Because <laughs> at the very start of the episode, he never actually, he, he brought that upon himself. Yeah. Where they all steal his bathers <laughs> and then he's naked. And then later on... He, he once again succumbs to his own arrogance. Yeah, yeah. totally. One of the great Martin... It's a, it's a similar thing. It's too, mi- it's too much. He thinks he's going to be fine. He's got his friends. And, <laughs> and he never... That's really... The, the, there's no character development, but it's... No, it's it was a lovely it's, Martin moment. You're like, can't buy it's friends, such Martin. A, yeah. <laughs> such a strange and satisfying ending, I reckon. Yeah. Martin yeah. singing out of nowhere... Like summer winds, <laughs> like and it pans out. It's just yeah, it's really but nice. Naked. Com- yeah, yeah. <laughs> my other my other favorite singing moment from that um, is is Flanders going up the stairs <laughs> singing "Mary Had a Little Lamb" because it's really sinister. He's got the axe, yeah. and you know it's got the music and everything. But then when you realize that he actually isn't, you know, hasn't killed his wife or anything like that, <laughs> Flanders is singing "Mary Had a Little Lamb." He is a grown man. <laughs> Singing a nursery yeah. rhyme to himself. For no that's reason. what he's doing. He's really going, Mary had a little. But that's that's just a song he sings. <laughs> I mean, we all get songs stuck in our heads occasionally, Quanu. You know, you well, d- you've uh, never had an I, inappropriate I, I, song works, stuck in your head? Yeah. yeah, I know, but I'm not probably going to be singing Mary had a little lamb walking around my house. <laughs> like. But have you. And you I, work with kids too, so yeah. it's probably. Yeah, often, I work with kids. That's you're true. probably around it more than the average <laughs> person. So. But TikTok, that. Um, that Backyardigan song is really popular at the moment. It's like, castaways, we are castaways. And that has been stuck in my head for days. And I don't think as I've cons- ever seen the Backyardigans. As discussed, Connie and I are very cool and down <laughs> with people in their 20s. So we yeah. totally, totally we, know what you're talking about. I know about. that reference. This is where I'm like, <laughs> totally <got that> reference. <laughs> just trying to flex that I'm still in my 20s. <laughs> yeah. What is the Backyardigans? I think it's it was like some obscure kids TV shows and the songs are having oh, a real that. resurgence on TikTok at the moment. They oh, were like okay. saying little songs. 
I just, I just the, let the uh, TikTok I'm, feed me content. <laughs> <laughs> now, there are a couple I like to bring up um, stuff you remember not getting as a kid. Because mm. not, e- not even necessarily dirty jokes, just jokes that, like, mm. you didn't get the cult cultural reference or anything like that uh oh the epidermis one yeah laughed at that um, <laughs> i think I was, it's not your hair it's yeah <laughs> it's your skin it's yeah. skin <laughs> so i actually think i have this flashback of at primary school or maybe even early high school i don't know of the teacher being like does anyone know what epidermis is and maybe i'm like I'll feel this one. <laughs> it's your hair. <laughs> like, uh, no, it's actually skin. But uh, yeah, good try. Like, <laughs> Simpsons got was, me. <laughs> yeah, I think I was lulled into a false sense because there are often a lot of times where I did know shit in the classroom because of well, the Simpsons. <laughs> well, I like that. I like that this is also a trigger, triggering episode for you because it's definitely one for me. Because yep, okay. <laughs> we had a pool when we were kids. Ah. And not, yeah, not only yeah, did friends use you, not only did the guy, the kid across the road get a much better pool that was then the hangout place. <laughs> but I, like, I remember breaking my leg and my sister throwing pool parties oh, wow. with heaps of people <laughs> coming around and I'd sit on my couch like that. I don't think I wrote a play. Um, but... But sitting there on my couch, and the thing was, is it just like with but like where I was in the lounge room, <laughs> is that you could actually see out and see people just jump around the pool, having lots of fun. Like you see the ball, a ball get kicked over. They're running by the ball, running back into the pool. Wow! wow. I had like two, three weeks of that at the end of a summer. Do you know what's so. crazy, Quanny? I also grew up in the pool, and I also broke my leg during the summer and had to watch every. <laughs> <laughs> Like the perfect episode for you two. <laughs> Completely accidental. No, it's not. It's a nightmare. It's like they nailed it. It's very boring. You get over. Like I'm sure Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind is a good film, but I hate it with a passion because I remember watching it with a broken leg. <laughs> and ever since, I just can't stand that movie. It brings back memories. Like I wish I could actually do the Eternal Sunshine Spotless <laughs> treatment and remove that time of my life from my brain. <laughs> Well, sorry, sorry to uh, to make you relive the trauma. How did you both break the legs? I uh, I broke my leg. My school had a confidence course, which was kind of like a <laughs> it was meant to build your confidence and like it was kind of like <laughs> an American Ninja Warrior type thing. And I just ran up this ramp and jumped off it and landed on my foot funny. So I actually broke my uh, foot, not my leg, but I had to get a full cast to the knee. Uh, and every doctor was like, love- that wouldn't have inspired much confidence, would it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just thinking about that and thinking about me as like an overweight teenager or overweight kid even. And like, here's what we're going to do, make you build up your confidence. You're going to do physical exercise in front of others. Like, yeah, I know. Totally. The best bit about it, because I was also like a chubby kid, is that I broke my foot doing it the first time I ever had to do it and then got out of sport for like a full year afterwards. Oh. I was like, absolutely, absolutely worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Did, um, when you said course, by the way, I thought you meant like an education course, like a uni course. <laughs> it's yeah, a like, course in getting confident. This is how you stand to be confident. <laughs> <laughs> And how was how was yours broken, Connie? It wasn't falling out of a tree house? No, I did actually I did fall out of my tree once <laughs> when I was younger and broke my arms. That was before we got a pool. Um, and that was in the middle of winter, so that was all okay. right. Uh, I got mugged. Ah um, 
one night yeah, right. and they snapped my leg in half. Oh, so that's right. Yeah. You mentioned that on beer I once, yeah, and you tried to like knock yeah. on the house of the person nearby and they wouldn't have a bar of it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Where did you grow up, Connie? So Hobart. Okay. So it would have Hobart, Tasmania. It would have actually been really huge that you had a pool in Hobart. Yeah, like we were one of the few. We actually had we had the six summer house because we had that. We had an ice cream. That's van. right. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> we definitely had. So it was like if people didn't want to use me for my pool, I had other things they could use me you for. Had you had an ice cream. Girl. Van. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did your dad drive around in summer going, "We're all out of ice cream." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember that too. It's so funny. That's like the worst fear as a kid. Like, why still play the music? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, ours was ours was ours wasn't like a Mister Whippy. Yeah, like. ours was like a caravan that you had to take to like a market. Oh, uh, yes, or yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you, so, are you so ours, but we would still we like yeah, yeah. So we would scoop. I I had like a I had a key that I stole Dad's key and got it cut and then put his key back. <laughs> so I'd sort of always access to it. But Dad, Dad actually is like he's the biggest ice cream fan in the world. That's why he wanted to do it. So like we would have a backyard. We would have you know soft serve all the flavors. Everything like that, and then if Dad heard the Mister Whippy Van, he would we would go get an ice cream <laughs> from him. Um, That's great because Dad just enjoyed the experience, and like he also like he was a bit competitive. They drop notes like you see these two like old ice cream boys just being like, "Yeah, yeah. you've seen the new waffles? Oh, they're good. They're good strong cones, actually. Oh, a bit of industry chat. They were some frosty boys. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're just talking yeah. shit. <laughs> That's fun. Is it like how do you? <laughs> How do you dip them in that chocolate without the ice cream falling off? Yeah, that's yeah. That would actually be the thing of like that. I remember Dad once watching a guy's technique, and he's like, "Oh, that's actually good because the way he flicks up the cone. How does he do that without the ice cream falling back into the fudge?" I mean, we all oh, think man. it, and he's the one that yeah, well. has the know-how to put it together. Did he still? Um, <laughs> this has just become the ice cream podcast. But does he? Did he still go to the market during winter months, or was it specifically summer? Yeah, oh, 100 percent. Yeah, cool. Okay. No, uh, often, yeah, people. Oh well, Tassie's quite cold all the time, anyway, right? So, you, yeah. No, it's we st- we have we have summers. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you get that. Like we weren't we weren't like the only people that got a pool and never used it. <laughs> like, we Prue, you wouldn't have seen the book. I'll hold it up to the screen now. So this is the Simpsons wow. Complete Guide from 1997. This is uh, the companion piece to the podcast. I'm just flipping it over to the episode now. One of the uh, episodes to get a double spread in the book. Really? Which, well, uh, because it's almost two episodes, so that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> so, yeah. What, what I've done the last couple of episodes is uh, each episode has like a little side character. So a specific oh, yeah. a little profile biography for a character from the episode. Last couple of episodes, the guests have guessed which ones okay. it'll be. Like uh, last time, Homer goes to college. It was the three nerds. For that, it was Whacking Day, and it was Richard Nixon. So uh, <laughs> want to take take a guess on who you think uh, the side profile is for Bart of Darkness. Oh, what about that posh, the posh British boy? Posh, posh British boy who never um, appears again. Yeah, <laughs> um, you know, actually, I'll go and um, I did mention this. This is actually one of the, I think the first episodes I ever watched of the show. Really? I'm pretty sure. Because I remember mm. seeing that kid and thinking, oh, he must be one of the main, like, he must be one of the regular <laughs> characters. Because <laughs> that's the thing, because The Simpsons has... Little did you know it's the guy that runs the pool shop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I can't wait to see more adventures about the, <laughs> the keyboard player who sells them the pool. 
Um, yeah, that's the thing about The Simpsons is there's so many recurring characters, but also so many one-off characters that if you are watching it for mm. the first time, you yeah. really don't know who's like a one-off and who's yeah. Um, but no, it's not the little British boy. Unfortunately, he does not get the uh, the sidebar. Bum bow. I reckon my guess for that far along, I'm probably going to go with Maud here. Corny, you have won this episode's edition of wow. Which Side Character. There she is, Maud Flanders. Yes. <laughs> Who herself doesn't really appear oh. much in the episode. But yeah, you were bang on. So there we go. I did own that book, so maybe I remember. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I haven't read it in years. <laughs> um, I, I, the book is currently, I think, sitting in my dad's outhouse toilet right near our pool. <laughs> there so. you go. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> That's where it is. So, you both had pools. You both broke your legs. Um, Have you both seen the Alfred Hitchcock film, Rear Window? I have. We had to to study. We did like a film studies class in like year eight. um, And I do remember watching it thinking, ah, this is like the... (laughs) There you go. Okay. Um, So, you had seen the Simpsons episode already before you saw this one. Yeah, Yeah. I'd seen the Simpsons episode and it was just like, that was one of those times where, you know, (laughs) you have it with the Simpsons or when you watch any kind of like spoof movie or whatever where you're just like, hey, they're ripping... Oh, no. no, They're not. (laughs) I'm pretty sure this 1960s movie hasn't ripped off this 1990s episode. (laughs) They do, yeah, because it's a pretty heavy parody. Like, obviously, some episodes have like three-second parodies. This, like, the third act is pretty much rear window. Um, And I remember... Yeah, I, I didn't... We actually just watched Rear Window for the first time or it was my first time like a few weeks ago. And yeah, it was nice being able to be like, ah, because he actually in the um, yeah. the main part that's very similar is when uh, she's entering the house, a person's entering the house while yeah. that person arrives back. So, she's mm. gone in there so yeah. he's watching with the telescope. And in the film, her name is actually Lisa as well. So, wow. he's yelling out. In that one, it's his love interest. But, like, he's going, Lisa, Lisa, get out of there. <laughs> <I'm> like, ah. <laughs> uh, wow. But I remember as a kid, um, uh, there's also a Rocco's Modern Life episode, <laughs> which is also a parody. Where I think <laughs> he thinks one of the big heads is, like, um, a murderer. Do you guys ever watch? Oh, yeah. I think I remember that one. Yeah, great show by the way, Rocco's Modern Life. I, I love Rocco's Modern Life. Yeah, I love yeah. that too. It was um, yeah, you could almost do a double double header back in the day, Prue, because I think Rocco's Modern Life was at five thirty on ABC, and then six o'clock you've got The Simpsons. That's probably how yeah. I watched it. That's probably how I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> Bang on. Um, I really like Bart's um character in this, like he's. Um, personality change yeah. in this episode. Really like the, his... the moment where he was like, oh, I guess I'm just stuck with my brain all summer. <laughs> just really captured how I think everyone feels in lockdown. Yeah, oh, totally. Fuck. Yeah. 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 Well, and also that thing of like, you look back at anything you did creatively during <laughs> lockdown, you look back and you're like, that was good. That was <laughs> really bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what was I thinking? We, we lost our minds. <laughs> yeah. Like, even, even being on a Zoom meeting is really, once again, I'm getting triggered all afternoon. <laughs> I'm thinking about when I used to, like, write write trivia and quizzes from to do with my yeah. friends and family and stuff and get really excited. <laughs> like, I used to do Sunday trivia with the family yeah. and then I used to run it by, like, Roland, who's been on the podcast. Like, I'd be like, Roland, Roland, grab a beer. I'm going to run my <laughs> trivia by you. Get your housemates ready. <laughs> like, it was really sad. <laughs> Uh, here's something. So, uh, 
the layout of the Simpsons house does often change um, depending on the joke, you know. Um, they do have, like, it's actually interesting. They do have, like, a... What's the a plan? A floor house plan, plan? A floor plan. Floor plan, yeah, yeah. of yeah. the Simpsons house, which the animators reference and even the writers reference. Like, so they could be like, all right, well, Homer goes into this room because he's just been in the kitchen. So they do have a rough, yeah, floor plan of the house, but it does change depending on the joke. And this episode, <laughs> I think the lo- where Bart's bedroom is changes like throughout the whole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because it's it's going to the back of the house for most of it, so he can look into the yeah. pool. But there's no way he'd be able to see into the Flanders yeah. house. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. Because they're next to each other, yeah. so there's no way he could re- exactly. But that's it. I mean, even the even the, the pool itself changes. Yeah, yeah. So they have the synchronized swimming shot where you can't see the outside of the pool, but the rest of it you're looking at going. Yeah, you can see that. Yeah, like, yeah. even think you think about the ends when they're like, oh, an even wimpier kid has an even better pool. <laughs> Like, the water is up to, like, Jimbo and Kearney or Dolph, I think it is. Like, the water's just about underneath, like, about their chest. Yeah. Right? So, it's probably, it's not even a meter high. And then, as soon as they get out, you see Lisa sink. <laughs> and she sinks for, like, a couple of meters. Yeah. To the point where she's like, how do I get out of this? And it's like, I don't know. It's not that big a pool. It's probably going to change. She's probably going to start climbing out. And as she climbs, it gets taller and taller. I don't know. Yeah, it's but um, there's actually a re- there's a um series of videos on YouTube by this guy. I forget his. I think his name's the Real Jims or something. And he's a massive Simpsons nerd, and he has videos, uh, like like details specific Simpsons characters and their whole history. And he does one specifically about the floor plan of the Simpsons house. And it's <laughs> yeah, the one about the room, the room from the kitchen. Yeah. I've seen that one, <laughs> yeah. and you see, yeah, and it's constantly evolving and moving around the yeah, house. Yeah, I mean, you know, me, I'm a huge Simpsons nerd. I never even picked up on that that there's like a hidden room that you never really see. It's like next to the kitchen. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And in that that video, I think he also highlights all the times that the room's changed or Bart's room is different depending on the joke. And there's yeah. a room under the stairs that is just consistently. Like sometimes it's a cupboard, sometimes it goes into the basement, sometimes it's a toilet. Yeah. Like it's yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Also, he has that same guy has a video about one of my favorite characters, the just stamp the ticket guy, and he is in this episode. He's the one that punches the guy singing "Sunshine on My Shoulders" makes me happy. <laughs> he he's called just yeah. stamp the ticket guy because in his very first appearance, um, he's uh. He's getting his parking validated by Flanders and Flanders is trying to sell him something. He goes, just stamp the ticket. He's just this real blunt jerk yeah. type guy and he just pops. He's probably in the in the whole series like 10 times. Like that one where like like, like Homer just being, isn't that, is he's the guy that like Homer's <laughs> like, oh, you look like a man who has trouble satisfying his wife and then just punches him. <laughs> um, that's so yeah, good. He's he also the one that's... Side character profile? No, he, he wow. misses out. Never that's gets sad. a side character. Yeah, disappointing. Another thing, the book fucked up. <laughs> Two of my favorite characters. Uh, I absolutely love, because I think the funniest character is Wiggum in the whole yeah, show. Yeah. I've stated that before. <laughs> is that, like, like, even the, just his open fire line <laughs> is so funny. Yeah, I wrote that down too. That was because really funny. All, yeah. It's one of my, uh, like, just the idea that they just start <laughs> shooting at them, They're just not swimming naked in their own pool. It's so it's so on brand for Wickham. He's just and it's like, how long um, do you think while you're being shot at before you start doing it? I'll be like, I'm, I'll perform yeah. for you. <laughs> it's like dance, little yeah. monkeys. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's uh, and I yeah. love, I love just even in this episode, like they can just absolutely have a little 
crack at like police corruption, you know, the uselessness of authority, <laughs> like the phone call, totally. the, you know, the regicide thing. I mean, <laughs> that's great. Um, yeah. And it's just one of those great things of going like, because the Simpsons, you know, as we even talk about their house, the pool, whatever, very inconsistent. But like in so many shows, you just be like, oh, call the police. Why don't they go to the police? Because of course you don't in this one town because <laughs> you know the guy. <laughs> The chief of police will shoot you for not fucking in front of you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you're not calling those guys. <laughs> totally. And I actually think the incompetence and um, corruptness of the police, yeah. which is satirized in The Simpsons, is something I've appreciated more as I've got older mm. and realized just yeah. how satirical it is as well. Those things are so true. Like I was saying, when I, when I broke my leg after getting mugged, I remember like lying on my couch. And we tried calling the police for like a week yeah, um, to get them to come around and stuff. And then eventually like a week later, knock on the door, there's a policeman. Um, and um, mum goes, oh, thank God you guys have finally come around. My son's just in the lounge room. And then like, oh, is he the guy that was on the neighbor's roof? And that actually come around to address a complaint <laughs> the neighbors had where um, a mate of mine was on the roof getting a ball and being kicked on there. So it's like... <laughs> You're investigating this over a mugging and you're still fucking showing up a week later. So, like, not only have you let me down, you've kind of let the neighbour down. Like, even though I hate the neighbour for making that phone call to you guys anyway, I'm kind of on his side. It's kind of one of those things where it's like, it would be better if you just said, yeah, look, we're not going to look into that. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we just won't do it. He's, well, that's the thing. As a kid, because well, you're taught as a kid, like, the police, like, as you should, go to the police. <laughs> but, like, you have in your head and you're a kid that the police are just pure good. They'll always help you out. So, I remember, like, watching shows like The Simpsons and stuff where the police are stupid. And I'm like, ah. like Or, like, where Bart tries to call the police and he can't get through. I'm like, pretty funny, but also unrealistic. Because, of course, you'd be able to get through to the authorities in an emergency. <laughs> Yeah. But now watching, I'm like, no, yeah, <laughs> that no, sounds about right. <laughs> it's exactly like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. The police are probably there to arrest Bart for breaking and entering rather than investigate. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's probably what's... Yeah, for sure. I think, think Wigan even has a quote in a later season when um, he's talking about Marge and he says it to Marge where he's like, mm-hmm. and Marge goes to them for help and they say, well, sorry, we can't do it. And then later on, they arrest her for something else. And it's just like, I thought the police were powerless. It's like... Powerless to help you, not punish you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, totally. That is very true. Also, I love. I don't think I've picked up on it before, but the little um, I love. Wiggum has a thing of popcorn with him yeah, in the so helicopter. Cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they planned that. You imagine you like are they just cruising around like looking for something yeah. interesting to watch? And there's a little yeah. police helicopter. <laughs> this episode had one of my major gripes with comedy shows. They, why not just give Bart crutches? <laughs> <laughs> like when he is like foot in the bin and he's walking with his bin foot to Flanders' house. Yeah, and yeah. Well, you've just left reality completely for a visual gag here. Yeah, but I guess- it's also, I think, I think sometimes you can play onto that because it's like, uh, like Dr. Hibbert himself is kind of useless. Like, <laughs> like he's the best doctor That's the guy that treats him Who by the way When they go to his house Only has all his family photos Everyone is white Yeah um, <laughs> That's like actually the In the stuff you may have missed Quanny. So there yeah. you go <laughs> it, it really? says, um, The uh, the wall of Dr. Hibbert's workout room uh, Features white family portraits Yeah So there you go yeah. 
That's a weird thing for them to put in there, but um, <laughs> I felt kind of weird no- pointing that out, like noticing that, and now I feel I feel more normal, and that book is way weirder. But because um, here it is, kind of like he is kind of useless. Like um, what mm. I don't get is when Bart gets pushed into the emergency ward, everyone there is in casts and everything. So like, you've you've been treated. Why are you hanging out? With, like, I guess you also you shouldn't have be to there. go to get a cast off, right? Left a sore yeah, yeah, but you don't. That's not the emergency ward. No, I guess yeah. it's doctors. Also, they're doing the parody of Rear Window, where Does that he's stuck. In like Rear he Window? is in Butts. Yeah. So is he like bed, bedridden? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he's essentially in Butts' position where he can't. He's uh, is he in a wheelchair? Yeah, he's in like, a wheelchair. So you see right. him. He's in the episode. Yeah, right. That's yeah. the guy that. <laughs> yeah. He's like the one who's like that weird kid's looking at me. Yeah. 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 Um, and he's so, in a wheelchair there. Yeah, so I guess that is explained. He's in a wheelchair in Rear Window, but Bart doesn't have a wheelchair. He just has a cast. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he could no, have it's... crutches. He could have had crutches and then just ran out, you know, because he's brave. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a very Bart thing to do. Good on him. Saving his sister's life. Yeah, yeah. that he's well, that he potential. put in jeopardy. <laughs> yeah. moments before. Yeah, but... <laughs> They love to investigate. Like you got to remember, half Simpsons episodes are Bart and Lisa investigating something. Like, yeah, they do love that. It's a little detective show half the time. <laughs> True. <laughs> that is the thing with like Bart. Bart is played out to be this like dumb character a lot, but he's yeah. he figures out Sideshow Bob's plan <laughs> like seven times. Oh yeah, so he can be. Yeah, yeah, it's always that annoying thing when they show Bart future episodes, and it's always like, apart from the one thing where he's a court. Uh, Supreme Court Justice yeah, yeah. He's always like Some loser guy And it's like yeah. I don't know This yeah. is a I, He's That's not how Any 10 year old is mm. Yeah um, yeah Exactly Yeah, 10 year olds Are very much children Yeah <laughs> <laughs> I have um, another right, well, Simpsons question oh. Sorry one last one Seeing as you're both yeah, Super it. fans Is there an mm-hmm. itchy And scratchy Every episode No No Okay They actually Petered out as this year uh, probably after eight seasons they stopped having them as much but no even in the classic years it was probably what once every five episodes yeah like interesting yeah it's one of those things that's like iconic it's like the Bart's uh, phone calls basically stop after season three yeah um, and most of his most of, most of his phone calls after that are actually parodies of that joke definitely yeah that itchy and scratchy episode actually used to get uh, censored when they used to play it on channel 10 at six o'clock, I remember watching it, and the axes would fly towards Scratchy, and then it would go the end. <laughs> and I'm like, what? You're right. I was like, yeah, am I like not getting something? Is this is like a parody, but no, they just—I guess it was particular because they didn't always sense each and Scratchy. I think it was just particular ones where Scratchy would get pretty cut up. <laughs> they would like cut out. Yeah, there's a wow. bunch. Yeah, I've read things on that where it's um, if um, it had to be unrealistic. So I think there's a thing of throwing the axes or whatever is mm-hmm. is a little bit different. It's like a realistic um, way to, you could kill someone. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I've read something on that uh, ages ago. I can't remember where. Um, and that's what they talked about going. And they also, sometimes it was the more over-the-top ones that would get through a lot easier mm-hmm. because it's like, this is a ridiculous yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, totally. This is, ridic- this is so over-the-top. Why would they censor this? This is, you know, Looney Tunes-esque cartoon violence. Yeah, yeah, mm. absolutely. Well, uh, let's rate the episode out of 10. Yeah, I'll go a 7 out of 10. I don't think yeah. it's a very funny episode. Um, 
yeah, just rewatching it. It's it's good, and mm. that's why it's a seven out of ten. Um, I was very close to Connie. I was gonna say a six and a half out of ten. It was like it was a good ep. It wouldn't make me be like I've got to go back and watch every Simpsons ep. Yeah, it was so funny. This wasn't a good one to get you back into the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, maybe I should like add a one or two to you guys because you did have that trauma rewatching it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah maybe that's that hindered it. But uh, yeah, look, I um, yeah, it's not like a classic episode or anything, but um, it's also enjoyable. I don't think that, like you said, Quanti's yeah. probably not the funniest episode, but there's no parts that are like. Like throughout, it, it's a pleasure watching the whole episode. Um, yeah, and yeah, I uh, I'll probably give it a I'll give it an eight. I'm Ooh. gonna go an eight. Ooh. Yeah. That's Are you yeah. like um, you know, when Homer reviews food and he just loves everything? I feel like that <laughs> could be you with Simpsons episodes. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're like, well, that's another ten. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm sticking with my eight. Do you anything you wanted to um, plug, Quanny? Uh, um, no, because you can't leave your house. So, <laughs> <laughs> and Prue, uh, yeah, you could listen to my podcast, Ben and Prue are better than you, which is on Spotify and all the other places you get podcasts. And, yeah, great. Uh, sign up to my newsletter. I shave my legs for this, which is out fortnightly. Neither of these things you have to leave your house for. No. So there you go. That's true. They were both born from lockdown, I think. <laughs> yeah, sweet. <laughs> um, well, yeah, my stuff's at murphymclaughlin.com. Um, please give the podcast a rate or review. Um, I'll just recommend it to someone if you've enjoyed it. Um, thank you very much, Connie. Thank you, Matt. Thank you very much, Prue. Thanks, Murphy. No worries. And as we always say here on Murph's Tavern... Bye. <clears throat> wasn't, wasn't happy with that one. Let me let me go again. Bye.